Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, it is Taz and the Moose with you. Rolling right along here on this Thursday morning. Opening, big opening weekend of the college football season. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Our next guest uh, knows uh, college football backwards and forwards, and that's Ralph Russo uh, from the Associated Press, who joins us now to kick off the opening weekend on the college football scene. Hey, Ralph, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Ralph, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Ralph, you know, it's it's interesting when you look at it. I mean, you know, overall here, you got a lot of games tonight. I mean, there's going to be an interesting weekend. If, if you had to pinpoint one game, one matchup, that you're most intrigued by this weekend, which one would it be? You know, I, I think it's sort of the, the default to say Auburn and Oregon. They're the only game matching ranked teams, and so you, you look at that and kind of see some playoff implications right early on with the Pac-12. It's another one of these possible statement games for the conference that hasn't had a playoff team in a couple of years. Uh, potential NFL prospect in Justin Herbert for the for Oregon at quarterback and Auburn going with a guy in Bo Nix who's a who's a true freshman. That, again, that's sort of the obvious pick. The one that's really intriguing to me is Florida State Boise State. Now, first of all, will it be played? There's a hurricane heading in that right, direction. Right. So far, it looks like it's, it's in Jacksonville. It's not in Tallahassee, and it looks like. You know, at this point, they're probably going to get that thing in. Um, but after what happened with Florida State last year, five and seven record, first year under Willie Taggart, I, I really think the fan base needs like a mental health game here. And I think w- beating a pretty good Boise State team would sort of set a course for uh, a much more normal season for Florida State. Where if you lose that coming off of last season, you know, I think you're at like DefCon two, uh, and it's the first week of the season. Uh, Ralph, so if we shift gears, talk uh, about Alabama, you know, as you know, and I'd love to get your input and insight on the whole deal. Alabama linebacker you know, Dylan Moses, he's now, unfortunately for the young man, uh, I believe on Tuesday he tore his ACL, and he's, he's going to be out for the season. So now Alabama's going to be ta- starting two, uh, two freshmen inside linebacker. This guy Moses is the real deal. I mean, a uh, heavy award winner and big-time NFL prospect. Uh, speak on this if you don't mind a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think for this week against Duke, Probably doesn't matter that much. I mean, right. the guy, you're right. They're playing a freshman, but it's a four-star kid who's six foot, two forty. You know, the problem is: is he up to speed? Does he know all the calls? Can he do the things that Dylan right. Moses Lack, lacking, probably... lacking experience like Moses has? Right. Exactly. So, and they've been hit by a couple of other injuries at that position too, or at linebacker in general. I think against Duke, you know, for the most part, they should be fine. Right. The thing that worries you is simply later in the season. Listen, Alabama's going to be a little while before they get really tested at Texas A&M, I think at the end of September, early October. And, of course, they finish the season with a bunch of really big games against the likes of, you know, LSU and Auburn. But, uh, you know, they're, they're just so talented. And really, this, these are the things that sort of set Alabama and maybe Clemson 
and a couple of other programs apart from the rest of the country, is that when they do lose a guy like Dylan Moses, as good a player as he is, as great a player as he is, as significant a loss as that is, they have a two or a three who is a four-star, five-star prospect. Again, they don't have the experience, but the talent is there to sort of, you know, mend the wound and help them get along. And who knows, maybe by the time they get to week five and six and they really need that kid to be developed, he will have come along and it won't be that much of a drop-off. But this is a significant loss at a position where they were already not super deep. Mm. You know, Ralph, uh, when you focus in on the defending champs, you know, they're a heavy favorite as they take on Georgia Tech. Can their quarterback, who, you know, many uh, – I saw many analysts last year say the greatest freshman quarterback in college that they've seen in college football in terms of NFL talent evaluators. Can can Dabo's you know can Lori, can he live up to expectations here year two as the full time starter? Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if he didn't. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is I, again. You know, I'm not a scout, but this is as gifted a passer at that age and really almost at any age as I've ever seen. He makes two or three or four throws a game that you go. Well, like most guys don't do that. Not to mention, he's also got Justin Ross, who's a future first-round draft pick wide receiver. T. Higgins, a possible future first-round draft pick wide receiver. They've got two freshmen who come in this year who are five stars and have a chance to contribute right away as receivers. So he's also got this array of weapons, Travis Etienne, to hand the ball to. Um, they won't be challenged often this year, especially in the ACC. They've got a couple of games early against Syracuse in a few weeks and against Texas A&M in two weeks, um, and th- those will provide some tests. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing that will prevent Clems, uh, Travis Lawrence, excuse me, Trevor Lawrence from winning the Heisman is the simple fact that they won't have a lot of big tests late in the season and those big stage games where he can sort of display his clutchness and his talent whereas some of the other guys will have some of those big games. But listen, I don't expect anything other than another great year from Trevor Lawrence. You listen to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is Ralph Russo, Associated Press College Football Writer. Ralph, sticking on the topic of of Clemson, um, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about it, but, you know, as you know, I mean, you know, you being an expert covering college football, man, like, they lost, Clemson lost a plethora of legitimate defensive linemen. Um, they, that defense took a hit. So you're not concerned with Clemson defensively going forward as the season's about to start? I got to tell you, not so much. Because okay. a little like Alabama is they always, listen, they will lose. They will absolutely have to, you know, they need kids to step up. They have a kid named Xavier Thomas, who was a sophomore this year, who I think is their next great defensive end. They've got, again, a whole array of other four- and five-star kids who will move into those starting roles. I think the, the biggest thing Clemson may lose from those great defensive linemen, Christian Wilkins and all those guys who were drafted in the first round last year, is to a certain degree those were the leaders of the team. Those are the guys who kept the team in order. And I, and I think it probably will be a little bit of a challenge for Dabo to sort of find who are the new guys who are going to be my team leaders? Who are the new guys who are going to set the standard here and the work ethic standard that I'm looking for? So the other thing you have to remember, you know, they've done this before as far as lose all these draft picks on the defensive side. They've got maybe the best defensive coordinator in the country in Brent Venables. He has consistently replaced guys and, 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 uh, and put forth a really good, solid defense, if not one of the better defenses in the country, despite the fact that the conveyor belts keep sending these kids to the NFL. You know, Ralph, um, 
Chip Kelly and UCLA uh, went in there, got a huge contract, a disappointing year number one. He's playing a lot of freshmen this year. You know, they start on the road to the Bruins against the Bearcats of Cincinnati. What about this UCLA team staying out in the Pac-12? Because it's one of those teams you think about. Kelly obviously did an amazing job at Oregon. What about the progression of that UCLA program under Chip Kelly? Yeah, it's progression that you're looking for this year. And I got to tell you, I, you know, I, I think I was as, as optimistic as anybody when they first hired Kelly. And, and I, you know, I knew last year was going to be a very tough year. They, he had to turn over a roster that was not left in good shape by Jim Mora. Um, so you knew last year on the field was going to be a tough year. And they showed some progress as the year went on. Uh, I think what concerned me a little more is they didn't do very particularly well in recruiting come February. Um, and you can say, well, Kelly is a guy who tends not to chase stars. He's a guy who wants people who fit his system. He has a really keen eye toward that. He never recruited at a really high level at Oregon. He just had an eye for his guys. Um, but I got to tell you, it, it made me a little more worried. When you're in the Los Angeles area, you think you would occasionally stumble upon a couple of four and five stars, and they didn't get a lot of those kids. I do think they'll be improved this year. I think it's a really fascinating game and a test because Cincinnati's a good team. They beat them last year on the road, and they won 11 games in the AAC. This will be a fascinating test, and I think, that again, what you're looking for is, is progress. Can they go from three to six or seven wins? I don't know if they'll go from three to nine or ten. That's probably expecting too much. But can they go to a bowl game this year, and can, can it look like it's better than last year? Hey, Ralph, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Arizona State. Uh, the Sun Devils, you know, their, their head coach is going to the second year. Herm Edwards, uh, all his years in the NFL and as a broadcaster and as a player back in the day. Um, you know, I think they went. I think they went seven and six last year. You know, uh, what's the what's what do you think it is out there at, at Arizona State with the Sun Devils? Uh, overall, do you feel they're happy with Coach Edwards? You know, it, it's weird. It was obviously a hire that drew a lot of huh? Like right, really? Right. That's that guy. <laughs> and I think that there was people again like me who were a little skeptical. Like, why would you bring him in? You get they got off to a nice start, but ultimately, you're right. Seven and six. Pretty good year, but not really that much different than they've had in the past. And the reason why they brought him in is they think that that program has a, a much higher ceiling. So this year they'll go in, they're going to start a freshman quarterback. They've got one of the best running backs in the in the in the Pac-12, really in the country, in Eno Benjamin. Yep. And 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 Herm wants to play sort of an NFL style. There's a lot of room for growth in the Pac-12 South. Uh, other than Utah, everybody is in flux in some way, shape, or form. USC is kind of a mess, and we, we have their, their coach is on the hot seat. So they've got some young players they threw into the fire on defense last year, so they're expecting the defense to get better. They were relying, again, on a freshman or true freshman quarterback, but they're going to run the ball a lot. I, you know, I, I sort of pegged Arizona State as a team where if you're looking for a dark horse in the Pac-12, especially on the South, that could be one. That could be a team that maybe sneaks up and has a you know you know pushes for ten wins and maybe you know contends in that division, a division that everybody's sort of handing to Utah right now. You know, over to the Big Ten, Ralph um, and Michigan. Now, I've seen a lot of people as we've inched closer and closer to the regular season talk about the tremendous pressure that's on Jim Harbaugh. This has got to be the year they beat Ohio State. This has got to be the year that they they contend and 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 be a serious contender to be in, in one of those semifinals and a national championship. Do you think there is that much pressure on Jim Harbaugh and Ann Arbor? Well, it depends on what you mean by pressure, because they're not firing him. 
you know, Michigan football is healthier than it's been in 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 a couple in about a decade and a half now. I mean, I think people sort of forget the Rich Rod, you know, Brady Hoke years when things were not good at Ooh. Michigan. I think oh, it was man. one decent <laughs> year in there. Bad. So yeah, so at least now with Harbaugh, you have a, a level of respectability. They're winning double digit. They have double digit win seasons. But the fact of the matter is, he is, I always say, like, Har- Harbaugh's a little like A-Rod, right? And New York sports fans will understand that he is only judged by his failures, right? As great as he does in everything else, the only games that are big games are the ones he loses. The only games that matter most are the ones where he loses. And right now, he needs to be Ohio State. So when you say is there pressure, well, there's always pressure because – you know, this is an opportunity. Ohio State comes to Michigan this year. They have a new coach. They have a new quarterback, the Buckeyes do. So this is clearly an opportunity for Michigan to get that monkey off its back and finally beat Ohio State. But if they don't, are they going to fire Harbaugh? No, probably not. So I guess it depends on how you define pressure. Uh, They're a good team. They've got the opportunity. They'll be in the mix this year. But you know, I, again, I don't see Harbaugh being on the hot seat, if that's what you're talking about. Well, you know, Ralph, speaking of the Buckeyes, you know, the arch-nemesis rival of the Wolverines, Ryan Day, as you mentioned, a new head coach there, Ryan Day, you know, who segued into that seems, well, in, in the offseason, seems like it's it's going well. And, and obviously Urban Meyer, he was under Urban Meyer and seems like he still has a great line of communication and friendship with Meyer. Um, what's your thoughts on how Ryan Day and his Buckeye program should do this year in the Big Ten? Yeah, yeah. I mean, initial pre- impressions of Day are great, but, you know, he hasn't played a game yet. He is a right. smart guy who would have eventually been a head coach somewhere. He's from the, the sort of the Meyer-Chip Kelly tree. He, at some point, he was going to be a head coach. It just happened a little faster and had a bigger program than I think some people thought. Um, he's a very different dude than Meyer. In fact, I just wrote about him earlier this week. He's got a different, definitely a different kind of vibe, a little more, I, you know, you hate saying laid back for a football coach because these guys are so more, so much more intense, but he's definitely got a little bit more of a regular guy feel. It's been going great on the recruiting trail. Ohio State is doing as well as ever. Uh, so that's a good sign, but we'll see how it works when the regular season, and really ultimately this season probably for Ohio State will be decided by uh, two things. The, he, he brought in a new defensive staff, so can they fix the defense? My guess is that that will happen. The defense will get better this year. The other thing and the main thing is they have a new quarterback in Justin Fields, who's a transfer from Georgia, who was sort of 1A to Trevor Lawrence's 1 in last year's recruiting class. Like He is that level of a prospect. We talk about how great Trevor Lawrence is. Justin Fields was considered a, you know, a, a generational-type talent. He didn't win the job at Georgia. Now he's at Ohio State. If Ryan Day can tap into that talent and make Justin Fields a generational-type player and we see the best of Justin Fields, it's going to be hard for Harbaugh or anybody else in the Big Ten to stop Ohio State, and they could be end up back in the playoff for the first time in a few years. You know, uh, Ralph, uh, over to Texas, you know, Mac Brown is now co- coaching and back in North Carolina as they get set to open up the season at home against South Carolina as a double-digit underdog. He talked about the fact of, you know, he's back to enjoying uh, being a coach in college football. He didn't enjoy his final few years when he was coaching the Texas Longhorns with all the expectations year in and year out. You know, Tom Herman knows that all too well. What about the Longhorns this season? It's a tricky situation for Herman. He has said this, and I, listen, I think he's trying to manage expectations. I think they did overachieve a little bit last year. I think that they, you know, they listen, they had great win against Georgia, great win against Oklahoma. 
I, I don't know if that team was fully uh, fully in bloom. He's got a he's got a team this year that is really rather young for for a team coming in as a top ten team. They they're relying they've recruited really well the last couple of years, so they are going to rely a lot on sophomores and even freshmen, redshirt freshmen to to fill big roles, to be productive in big ways. And that can always be that can be a little risky. So I think what you could see at a Texas this year is a team that doesn't necessarily have a better record ends up in that nine win area, but maybe is a better team. I think that they had some as, as much as they had some great wins last year. They also had some fortunate wins. I'm just interested to see because you 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 would expect a team like Texas to now they take another step forward and now they're a playoff contender this year. And I feel like this is a little bit of an in between year where maybe next year is the real big breakout and this year is more of a year where they maintain. But you've got Sam Ellinger at quarterback and Colin Johnson at wide receiver. I mean, they have a chance to be far more explosive if they can get a little bit more of a running game going. Uh, but again, to me, I just wonder if they're a little overrated going into the season because they're relying on so many underclassmen. Our guest is uh, Ralph, Russo, Ralph Russo, I should say, uh, AP uh, college football writer. Hey, uh, Ralph, uh, so Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts, new quarterback, transferred over from Alabama. Uh, expectations in your view uh, for Jalen uh, and uh, the Sooners this year? Yeah, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how Lincoln Riley gets the most out of Hertz's skill set. Listen, I, I don't think he is going to be the passer that Baker Mayfield was, though. All the report, and we saw a little glimpse of it right in the SEC championship game last year. He came off the bench and he, and he had a nice game and saved Alabama's season to a certain degree. Uh, there seemed to be an improvement in his passing, but I guess we really won't know about that until we see it this year. But the thing is. How does Riley use that? The fact that he is—that's the best runner he's ever had. As great as as Kyler Murray was, as you know, as a smaller guy with great speed, Jalen Hurts is a bull. He runs like a, he runs like a fullback or a, or a, or a running back. Plus, he's got a pretty good arm. So I don't know if you'll get quite the same precision out of the passing game. But they have so many weapons around him. Um, they are rebuilding an offensive line, but it's a, it's a, one of the better offensive line coaches in the country. They tend to do that okay. Uh, I, I think that you'll get a ton of production out of Hertz. It might just not look the same as you got the production out of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't expect a huge fall off out of Oklahoma this year, but you know, they, again, they perform so well offensively without much defense, you do wonder if even the slightest step back on the offensive side means all of a sudden Oklahoma, instead of losing one game, maybe loses two or three. Ralph, um, end of the year, close it out season, uh, close it out here. You know, when you look at it, you know, who do you have, uh, you know, win a national? Is it going to come down to Alabama-Clemson again? Do you have any surprise teams in terms of uh, making the semifinals? Yeah, I wish I could be a little more creative when, when it comes to this, but I think if you go away from Alabama Clemson, you're kind of trying too hard. Uh, I think eventually it'll be that in the national championship game, and we'll have Alabama Clemson five. As far as the rest of the, the, you know, the final four, I guess the one team that's a little bit of a surprise that I picked, I have Ohio State in there. They're not a surprise. I think that they're one of the favorites, or at least one of the, one of the, one of the groups that you would expect to be in. I think the Pac-12 might break through this year. I think the, the, the Alabama-Georgia thing will sort itself out during the SEC season, and Alabama will eliminate Georgia again in the SEC championship game. And I think Washington, not Oregon, I think Washington has a chance to emerge from the Pac-12, 
separate itself from the rest of the pack there, maybe go 12-1 and one and sneak in the playoff. Again, it, you know, it may be a little bit of a stretch, but I also think that it's good to sort of pick somebody who's a little outside that top four or five. So my, my one sort of stretch pick, my one slight surprise, is I'll throw Washington in there representing the Pac-12. Ralph Russo, AP. Hey, Ralph, have a good Labor Day weekend. We appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy all the action. All thanks, right? thanks, Ralph. Thanks, guys. You got it. Does a great job. Yeah, he I mean, does. He gives you a good feel in terms of uh, – and gave you a great setup, not just for the opening weekend for the season of college football. So, yeah, uh, and as we get into – there's a ton of games coming at us, college football games, right? You know, starting uh, starting today. Yeah, yeah, starting tonight. I mean, double-digit games will all be locked in. It's Taz, it's Moose, it's a Thursday morning. We'll come back. The three headlines you need to know. Undercard will give you a fantasy football update as well. On this Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Well, Moose, as you know, support for Taz and the Moose comes from Manscaped. Number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You know, I've had many friends of mine that, that just love that I'm doing business here, talking Manscaped. They use Manscaped all the time. I mean, really love it. You know, We love sitting around talking about it anyway. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer will not nick or snag, which is never good. Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer on your face you're using down there. That's just straight-up nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver. That's right, I said Crop Preserver. An anti- and an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. That's pleasant. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Here's the best part. Savage. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TAZ. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio is free live, brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. This Sunday, the stakes are high, starting with the finals of the 2019 Tai Chi Palace World's Strongest Man, presented by Rogue, followed by Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing. Then it's off to Los Angeles where one team puts their stamp on the season and raises the trophy at the Big Three Basketball Championship only on CBS. So our fantasy, the Tazamoos Fantasy Football League, I edited my name because I changed my name from last year, so I just did that. Thank you, Moose, because I didn't remember how to even log into the gimmick. Uh, so you took care of me on that, my man. And, Which and is we, surprising. Yeah, I know. I, well, I have a lot going on. I'm very busy. So, no, no, uh, you but know. you're very good on the computer. I'm tremendous. I'm tremendous um, at this stuff. But this one, I was really like, like just like a knucklehead. I didn't know what I was doing. It was scary. Now, um, anyway. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, it's all right. So we, are, we have an update that so these two other people, uh, Heller, Frankie Heller, <laughs> and the other guy, uh, uh, Zook, they have not logged in yet. No, they have not. Deadline by 3 p.m. Eastern today. If they don't log in, they're out. It's that simple. And Andrew, I know those guys are your friends. I don't care. You can tell them they're out. I'm not going to tell them. I want them to be out. That's right. And I like both those guys. Mike, just get on the horn. Just sent them a text. So, you know, they're adults. They'll get it done. 
No problem. I'm just we got to put the hammer down, Moose. We can't be nice. Last year we were too nice with everybody. No, way that, too nice. Now, a caller called in and raised a very good point. What's right? That? Um, a gentleman from Louisville who said, uh, told Mike, um, he does not have Twitter. Mm. Ooh. But he well, would like to problem. join the league. Those so, are the rules. How do we how do we close that little snag here? In mm. Taz, I, I I fall upon I call upon you. Thank how you. do we now get people who, if they want to join the league but are not social media are not active on social media, how do they get involved? Uh, you're out. It's not simple. Okay. Emphatic no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> we smack Listen, you with that it's, loophole. It's going to be difficult. First of all. Uh, uh, Get on Twitter. A, an anonymous it's man from, from, from Louisville. You, it, it's, it is 2019, and, and I understand some people don't have time for social media, and that's respectable and understandable. But it is free. Uh, let's uh, This is the gentleman yeah, here. here. Joseph, Joseh. Uh, listen on Sirius XM Channel 206. Joe, how you doing? You're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How y'all doing this morning? What's up, Joseph? Oh, good, bro. So look at man. You don't have yeah. Twitter, but you want to be on a deal. You want to be in the fantasy football thing, right? Absolutely. Look, man, I, my daily routine, I listen to you guys every day. I get up at, like, midnight. I drive across the nation. I deliver, you know, food to people and deal with traffic and all kinds of stress. Right. And I have an old lady at home, and we have two children. That, I'm assuming that's your in. wife. That's your, your old lady, right? Your yes, wife? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Got it. So make sure. That's a nice okay, 1970s <laughs> term. We, we, we decided a long time ago not to do... Bunker. You know, the the Facebook and all that stuff because it wasn't good for our relationship. People were constantly getting in, huh. and, you know, it was just causing confliction between the two of us. So I, 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 con- I commend you for that. That's a good job by you. Uh, you know, for my family, I work a lot. Right. And um, I will take Sundays off if you guys will let me on your team. Wait a minute. Just for wow. fantasy football. Wow. I wouldn't want you to affect the, the income heavy. for your family. I don't want to affect the income, but that is that is a bold declaration. I mean, wow. he's willing to. I got to ask my wife first, though. Just know that. <laughs> okay. Well, well I don't happy yeah. wife, happy life. Yeah, no, that. exactly. But, but, Joe, but the thing is with Twitter, just so you know, my wife won't let yeah. me take a day off. Well, well that's well documented. <laughs> or even well, part of one. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Well, exactly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've uh, got two hours here. What are you doing to earn money? Well, guys, I'm, tr- I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, no, no, I, I, I so, apologize. I just wanted to talk to... about myself for yeah. five seconds. <laughs> it's okay. We'll I apologize. It's back to you. All right, so anyway, I, I'm actually it's back to Joseph. So, Joe, so here's the thing. Yeah. You can go on Twitter, okay, and no one will even know you're on Twitter. Like Moose. He kind of does that. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow. So, Where's that big man? Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. I hear him talking. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, that's it. He's, uh, <laughs> it's all good. So, Joe, look, you can, all can decide. You can go. You don't have to do this, but I'm saying you could you could start a Twitter account. Of course, you no money. You just use, use an email address, and you don't have to follow anyone except our show. You have to follow our show at Taz and Moose, and then you could then partake and get involved and. Put your, well, I guess your pitch is happening now. Your pitch to be on just happened. All right. Well, that was the, well, the point being is Submitted. that can you call in and make a pitch to be part of the fantasy football? I think he just did. Yeah, I've been mean, calling every single day. Well, no, I, but I asked you that and you said, <laughs> no, you have to do it on social media. And meanwhile, can, can Joseph be a trendsetter here on Taz and the Moose and be the first one to call in and make pitches? But we got to get something out of it, Moose. The guy's got to follow us on Twitter. Why? He said he's going to take a day off. He's driving truck. 
All right. across the country. I, do, I work on my birthday. I work on Christmas. I work on New Year's. Like, I mean, I work wow. nonstop. Listen, I drive in I New York City every day, Sundays buddy. Off. We all do. We all oh. drive in New York City every day. It's hell. <laughs> Give it's hell. Yeah, I, I hate the GW, man. You I know, so GW. see, you know the deal. Yeah. Um, so we're yeah, gonna I take hate it. The GW. There are no truer words. <laughs> it's the truth. You could throw in a Kosciuszko. You could throw in a Midtown Tunnel. But I digress. So, um, look at we're gonna. It's under advisement by Moose and I and, and our team here, and we're gonna okay. see Joe. We're gonna see, but I. You don't All have right. to, so basically you don't have to join Twitter. That's what we're getting here. Joe doesn't have to. I'm gonna I'm well, gonna talk to my I'm gonna talk to my wife. She's gotta take the kids to school. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. When she gets when she gets them to school, I will log on. I, I'm pretty sure she'll say yes because she knows I don't I don't do fantasy anymore. I don't do anything, man. I pay attention to my you just family work. work. You're just That's working. It. I got you. That's but it, he'll, man. But he'll. So, but Joe, you need an outlet. But think about that. Split horses. He'll take time. Out of his busy schedule, driving truck and his family right. to focus in on Taz and the Moose fantasy football. Oh, he's a smart I mean, man. That's, that's Absolutely, to be, that's to I be am commended. a smart man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Joe, <laughs> we appreciate nice it, job, Joe. Joe. We appreciate it, Joe. Thank you. Mike, it's under his number. Yeah, yeah I've Mike, got it. Log everything. Have our team log it with you, Mike. You know what I mean? And uh, everyone that works Mike with can't you. do it by himself. All right. Um, uh, so we have uh, Andrew Bogus just walked in. Uh, apparently, so look, what's yeah. up? So Joseph is a trendsetter. Well, we, he kind of he is kind of because he asked if he could call in, give his pitch on the phone, and he did. So it's like he was a he was he forced us into setting a trend. Yeah, that's a nice job by him. Well, no, it's a bad job by us by caving. Uh, we we showed no backbone, Moose. That's fair, but yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, jo- I I think Joe's right there. You think? I mean, the guy. I, do you really believe the man is going to take off a day from work? Don't you feel guilty? He's going to miss a payday f- to play fantasy well, football he doesn't for need our to show. Do, he doesn't need to do that. He just needs to set the lineup. He doesn't need to take a day off. I don't want to. And that's happening Wednesday. Salary. The lineup, right? I mean, right. draft Wednesday. Well, the draft is Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Oh. It's not Tuesday. Wednesday. It's Tuesday. Does it have to be Tuesday? Yes. Okay. You got a conflict too, huh, Andrew? I have another draft actually Tuesday. Oh, I back to back Jones. It's going to happen. Is on the, the, see this? That's the, and then we got see, another. That's the S that I hate. That we got another Bellotti draft tonight. I, I, listen to me. That's right. I keep forgetting about that too. Excuse me. There's another <laughs> fantasy league draft tonight. Wait a minute. The, the newsroom. It's what's happening. Okay, wait a minute. No, so that's wrong. That's probably yeah. a problem. You, uh, okay, wait. So hold on a second. Wait a minute. I just want to understand this. There's another draft tonight. Mm. Yeah, which I know I'm not a part of because this isn't a. I just this is new news to me. Yeah, I mean you could have been in the league and not known about the draft. Whose league now, is anyway. this now? This is the official CBS Sports Radio newsroom oh, league. Yeah, they stuck it to me last year too, and I wasn't in. Who runs that? Bellotti. Bellotti. <laughs> Pete just runs the world. Pete Bellotti does everything. It's, it's all a scam with Pete. Why are you guys both sides? It's really all is. a scam. It's like a Ponzi fantasy football yeah. scheme. He somehow I wins like every show. Right. I don't know it's how. Unbelievable. He He's steals lunch. He steals fantasy Why football this money. Why would this SOB invite me to this thing? Well, he makes the schedules around the drop off. It started before. It started before you were working here. I've been here two years, dude. It started when the when it started when CBS Sports Radio first launched. Who cares? There's people that left the company, and I'm still here grinding. They stayed in the league. Wait, they grandfathered in. Right, the people stayed in the league. You don't want me in, Moose. I can tell you could join the league. No, I have to be. It doesn't matter what Moose wants. I don't know. Pete doesn't want you you in the league. Last year, I I won the league two years ago. Last year, I wanted to drop out, and Pete goes, "You're the defending champ. How do? Why do you want to drop off? Drop out?" I said, "All right." He guilted me into staying. You could have taken my team last year. You're the best, Moose. 
All right, great. You're the best, and I'm out. I'm on the outside looking in. I'm like the little kid well, that's right now never, looking in the glass. Well, looking like realistically this. here, you were never in. I know. Not in this league. Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bogus to you, deal. Okay. Hey, guys, my report would have been sponsored by Geico. Great news. Uh, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Max Scherzer made his second start off the injured list last night. Four and a third, two runs, six hits in what became an 8-4 win for his Nationals over the Orioles. Scherzer... Um, Apparently, I'm done. I don't know what's going right, on. Good job. I, thanks. All right, buddy. Bye. All right. Wait, you're, you're done? I yeah. don't know. Everyone's talking in my ear. I don't know what's going on anymore. Andrew, we'll see you tomorrow. I can't talk Thank to you. Anybody. Have a good day. All right. See good you. job, Andrew, with everything. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. Here la, la, la. On this uh, Thursday morning. Are you into movie trailers at all? Um, absolutely. No. Uh, not really. You're not. No, I don't care about it. I care about sports and wrestling. No, uh, there's there's two Training. movies. What's there's up, two trailers me. that uh, came out. So they're doing an adaptation of The Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is playing The Joker. Right. Right? And a new trailer came out for it yesterday. I mm. think it's coming out in the fall. I don't know when the uh, when the opening date is. Uh, but check that if you're into it, into movies and whatever, and trailers. Great trailer. The other one is The Irishman. Uh, Martin Scorsese movie coming out, uh, I think, uh, in select theaters November 1st, late November on Netflix. The Irishman is about Frank Sheeran, Jimmy Hoffa. It's mm. a mob movie. Scorsese, it's got De Niro, Pacino, and uh, Joe Pesci is in it. Um, that sounds good. That, yeah, that, uh, that uh, trailer came out. A new one came out yesterday as well. The Irishman, which looks absolutely fantastic. So I got to find the trail. Where do I find these trailers? I would just type in the Irishman trailer. On the internet? On the internet. All right. Google it. Uh, Google it. GTS it. When does the Joker come out? October 4th. October 4th. Top heel in the territory, as we say in the wrestling business. Bad guy. Right? Yes, Joker's back correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. the Irishman um, is you know one of you know classic. Like, some heavy actors in that yeah oh mobster movie. There. Yeah, yeah. They were then they were filming it uh, at the time about a year ago in uh, the tri-state area. They were filming a lot of it in Westchester. Really? Yeah. That which is for those that are unaware, Westchester is a uh, suburb of New York City, just north of New York. City. Yeah, in between Westchester's in between New York City, like near the Bronx, and then Connecticut. Connecticut, Correct. the state of Connecticut, right in between. Yep. Greenwich. So. Greenwich is first, or Dar- not Darien? Greenwich is first. Darien's Greenwich after. is before Darien. Da- okay, that's, yeah. I always get confused. Correct. Yeah, I've driven through oh, no, a zillion yeah. times. Well, that's, I, was, <laughs> I mean, that's McMahon country. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. That's that is. true. That is McMahon that is. country. I drove past the WWE uh, building the, the other day. In Stanford, yeah. yes. that's exactly right. Yep, so. yep, yep. Um, all right. Yeah, but check those out. Fantastic. Yeah. They look like um, they're going to be great movies in the fall. Speaking of great, I'm yeah. looking again uh, uh, at our fantasy football lineup. Um, I notice I have a – this is pretty – I don't want to brag. Uh, I have a bronze level. My – Account is bronze level, Moose. I don't. Okay, what does that mean? I'm um, bronze from last oh, year. My, oh, nice. My performance, I guess, was so. But then I'm looking. I think I got a toilet bowl for mine. I think I finished no, it last. No, but here's the issue with this. Like I'm a bronze, but it's not as high in the food chain as I thought. You were joking earlier about everyone gets a trophy and all that stuff. 
And meanwhile, there's like platinum, there's diamond, there's gold, there's silver, and then and there's bronze. So I'm kind of like, they just gave me like they something. Gave you something. For part, it was like a participation medal. I think it is. See, Pete the Body's got the top cheese because oh, he won. I know, it's so annoying. And then Connor Benji Heller, which is not. Bob Feller. Which is not. That's Andrew Bogish. Mike told me. See, he's got to change his name, dude. Hello. Hey. Hello. I can, I can tell him that. Sure. We'll work on that. The pressure, I mean, the amount of pressure that you put on now was supposed to be a fun league. I know. My wife says that. I take the I mean, fun out of everything. suck the oxygen she says out of the just, room. She goes, everything is Jesus. 100 miles. She's now like, it's like you're going to be judging names of teams. Because I see it's the supposed count. to be fun. We're supposed to have a good bro, time when bro, they you joke around. You're right. You know why? Because on the side it says live league. You got league. Pete Gass down there in Jacksonville talking smack already. Oh, he's already, yeah, he's already yeah, talking. I know. It's a wrestler thing, I guess. We're just angry. He's housing his bacon, egg, and cheese this morning. It says live league draft in five days, nine hours, and 14 minutes. So that I see that countdown clock, and then I, I, I get was, What was serious. Pete Gass's final uh, finishing move? The gas mask? Yeah, it was some kind of a uh, like a Russian leg sweep. Slop like a sloppy Russian leg sweep. I can't even say it. sloppy Russian leg sweep. Okay, he's gonna be so because I know he's listening. To the... Or was it the gasser? Uh, no, I think it was the gas mask. Yeah, it's kind of like a some kind of a sloppy takedown. He's gonna be so. I'm sorry, I'm doing that for my own amusement. There you but go. anyway, yeah, no, sloppy is not a term you want to ever use in your wrestling right, you move, move set. Yeah, it's want to be crisp is the word. Crisp and clean. Yeah, not sloppy. All right, here we go. The three. Oh. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Jerry Jones, update on Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, so basically he said he wants them for crunch time, down the stretch, playoff time, fresh as a daisy, Taz. Um, You know, he knows the importance, but he also said the Cowboys are not defined by any singular one player. The negotiations in public continue uh, for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is uh, going to be interesting to see how it plays out. It's important to try to get this guy locked in if you're Jones. I mean, he's, he's got two years left on his deal. He's on his rookie deal. What'd you say? Zeke is making like twelve well, million a year. Twelve point no, not twelve a year. Twelve point nine million over the next two years. He's owed. Oh, jeez. So he's making a little like bit around, more than on six, average six, over, six million around a year. Six and a half on average. Wow, he is severely underpaid, dude. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's crazy. So he wants to get paid, Elliot. He wants to get paid, and he hasn't been. He hasn't showed up for camp or nothing. He has been training, as we discussed. So he has been training off-site. Uh, is Mexico? Is he somewhere in California? Bo- okay. Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk's been working out with him, right? The great running back. Played for the Colts all those years. But where do you go? San Diego State, Marshall Falk? Correct. Of course. Nailed that. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm wondering how long this thing goes on. How long it lasts until... if Does he come back? Does Zeke come back this year at some point? I, I would assume so. No. Uh, I think he's going to come back at some point this year. I don't think he's going to be there week one against the Giants. I don't think so either. Like John from Jersey who called the show, regular call of the show, he made a good point. He said, listen, man, if the Cowboys are like one and three, four weeks in, uh, then there's a good chance. Attitudes could change. Attitudes could change. The money goes up, and then they'll bring him in. You know, Jones will get it done. But there's but, another thing in the game. If they're 4-0 and yeah. and Pollard's running the heck out of the football, all of a sudden you know, might Zeke see Ezekiel come back in real quick. Well, right. Well, I'm saying if they're winning – Without him, to, you, yeah. to the point that John was made, then it's Zeke who? 
Correct. Right? Like like Jerry Jones said, joke yeah. around. Zeke who? Yeah. And, and that, that hurts his that hurts his leverage and, and where he stands in terms of negotiation. So uh-huh. nothing new there. And the two big running backs, and same thing with Melvin Gore down in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Uh, you know, so two big running backs still have yet to join their teams as we're getting set to play the fourth and final preseason games. Cuts come your way on Saturday as teams whittle down from 90 to 53. And next week's going to be the start of the NFL regular season. All right, number two. Number two. Alabama linebacker Dylan Moses out indefinitely with knee injury. Yeah, nice accent that wow, Zach gave kind us of there. like a southern, Thank you. some kind of a southern, southern bad accent. mix kind of a deal, Tennessee. Right. Alabama, Alabama linebacker. Big Dylan loss. Moses. Big loss for Saban and the Crimson Tide. Now, they lose big players. They have another big player that's willing to step in. But inexperience at that inside position certainly is not what you want when you're heading into the start of the season if you're Alabama. No doubt, man. I mean, two freshmen, uh, you know, that I guess still bounce around, do whatever. Shane Lee is one of them. Uh, it's a soft one there, too. That's pretty good. Benton, he's a good player. So, you know, and, and you know, it's Nick Saban, as you know, is a defensive guru. So, and, and he's got four and five-star recruits uh, everywhere he turns in his locker room, defensively and offensively, does Saban. So, um, I think they'll be okay. I really do. I mean, it's a shame for this kid. Uh, he's a hell of a player, Dylan Great Moses. Player. really is. So, Hopefully it doesn't hurt him going forward down the road into the NFL. Uh, in today's day and age, you get a 20 CL. It does suck, but rehabbing and the way the surgery's done and, and, and the, the knowledge in rehabbing and the equipment and the way these kids recover because they're such elite athletes, uh, he'll, he'll be he'll be fine, just just not for this year. You know? Yeah, not for this year. And for Alabama, you know, it's, it's just the next man up mentality, Taz. And the thing is about their program is they're so heavily recruited that Saban's got backups on top of backups right. on top of backups. So, depth, depth, depth. Yeah, correct. Alabama so, linebacker. Yeah, so it, it's not a case that they don't have talent behind him, but you don't want to lose special players, and certainly Dylan Moses was one of that, but out with a serious knee injury and that torn ACL. All right, next. Number three. Defending champions Clemson kick off their season tonight. They do uh, against Georgia Tech in an ACC matchup, Taz, and they are 36 and a half to 37 point favorites, depending on the sports book that you go to. So, you know, as we discussed with Ralph Russo from the Associated Press earlier this hour, you know, there's not going to be a lot in that ACC. Uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be challenging uh, Clemson during the course of the regular season. Right? No, no, I agree. Uh, they're home too, Clemson, so they're playing uh, down there in South Kakalaki. Um, so, listen, I think that Tech's in trouble tonight. Uh, I, I'm excited to see that this this young, awesome quarterback to have this big kid, Trevor Lawrence. You know, I'm, I'm excited to watch him play. And like I, like I mentioned in the, in the question form to Ralph Russo, I'm I'm intrigued to see. Um, how Clemson's defensive line is without all those extra, extra, uh, excellent players they had that they lost, uh, like Dexter Lawrence and these other, you know, they had so many good guys. And, and But like you said about Alabama, they have kids in that depth chart and these, these programs that are plug and play. You know, so we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching Clemson tonight. Yeah, so am I. I mean, and, and Taz, the, the expectations, um, you know, at the end of the year, that's going to be back to Clemson and Alabama. Um, yeah. that, that's what we're going to see once again. I mean, in, with all of these colleges and all these opportunities to play, um, 
You know, it is it, it, it is amazing that those t- two programs have remained as remarkably consistent as they have been. Really I, I completely Isn't agree. It? I mean, there, there's no drop-off. No, there's it, no drop-off. They keep the pressure on, and they keep on they, – they don't get complacent. That's what it is, Moose. They just don't. But to have guys and, – and you're right about the complacency, Taz, but it's also about getting the players to perform in big stages, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a credit to the staff. It's a credit to those players. No doubt. Understanding going – but usually you'll see a team, you know, or a program might have a one- or two-year blip or this or that. We'll have with Notre Dame over years. Yeah, they the dropped names down. changed. Yeah, they the Notre Dame dropped. Change. They dropped right. over the years. But even like we talk about Dylan Moses, that's a loss to that Alabama defense. Do I think Alabama's defense now is going to have a significant regression? No. Even no. with the loss of the player? No, no, I don't. No, no, nobody does. No, you're right. I agree with you. I don't. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, the other game I'd love to watch tonight, but it's just too late. Uh, I'd love to watch it. It's BYU and Utah. I, I love those West Coast, you know, yep. gimmicks. I, I, I like the pack. I, I do. I just like all that. But I, that's Friday night, Jones. Saturday night for me, I'll watch all the, all the West Coast stuff. But can't watch that tonight. Got to count some orange sheep, my friend. Got to get ready for Taz and the Moose in the well, morning. tomorrow morning, right, to yeah. wrap up the work week. We'll see the college football big launch tonight. Big launch. We'll be all over it yes, covering the games here. That's exactly right. Not every game. And we're going to do picks, right? I guess so. I, I don't, you know, I don't like doing picks, but we'll do them. Last year you were good. Yeah, I know. I, was I think you good. beat me last year. Well, you're the so measuring I mean, stick, Moose. You are the measuring stick. You know? Guys, it's it's a mono a mono competition. All right. I mean, like, okay. I'm not saying I'm the measuring no, you're, stick. You're, anytime, you're, anytime I give you credit or prime, uh, you know, put myself over. You, you have these blips <laughs> and knocks. You can't help yourself. Listen, great job, Famous. Great yeah, job. They, man, you buddy. really mean that. <laughs> yeah, See you tomorrow, everybody. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.